Hello, my name is Delmer Eldred, and it is Saturday, October 15th, 2022. And today I'm speaking with Joanne Chambers, candidate for Clickitat County Auditor. And Joanne, uh, thank you for joining me today. It is a real pleasure. Thank you very much, Dale, for having me. And Joanne, I would just like to know, uh, what should the auditor do if there are unexplained spending discrepancies discovered? Well, as you know, my past deals with fraud auditing and investigations, criminal or administrative investigations. So um, as auditor, as your next auditor, I promise that I will be always looking for uh, discrepancies because I do believe that that is my job, not just processing paper to get it off my desk, but actually making sure that if I see a problem, I look into it. Um, and as you said, if there was a discrepancy Usually it's involving probably a payment. And if it's that, if that's the case, I would look at it, look at the supporting documentation that shows why we are paying this payment and then probably track down to make sure the vendor or the payee is actually a person or a company that we know and that has provided service or is a real person that is working for us, different things like that. Um, I would probably look to see if there what the history is on this payee as well to see if this is an ongoing thing or just a brand new payee vendor or uh, you know they're, they're called ghost vendors if if they put in for for payment on something they did not provide and or there's like can be in payroll as well a ghost employee um, so there have been, schemes like that in the past are very common known schemes um so i would double check to, to verify the vendor or the employee or the person anyway the payee um, i would look at the history document all the times this person has been paid and if it involved any other departments i would bring in those department heads as well like county treasurer or the county assessor or the county clerk. I mean, I don't know that it would involve the county clerk unless they had a previous uh, charge against them. But um, the assessor, possibly the treasurer, possibly if it dealt with property, um, if it's just simply somebody requesting payment on services they did not receive or we did not receive, then that would go forward to the commissioners as well as the sheriff, as well as the prosecutor. And uh, I wouldn't say that I have the full case. What I would do, and, and I did in my past, is I would talk to prosecutor's offices, show them what I have, and then they would tell me what they need to make a good case. And I'd go back and do more investigation depending on what they wanted. Well, this would be up to the sheriff's office to do the, quote, investigation since I am no longer the authority to do that. But I am allowed to assist per the commissioner's request. I can assist the, the um, sheriff's office in doing their case. I provide them, they ask questions, I provide them. They write up the case, they send it to the prosecutor, prosecutor, and then it goes off to the, hopefully a hearing, or we go to see what, you know, who we're after um, on that kind of a situation. But I promise that if I see something, I always go digging. I never let something that just doesn't look right go by. Um, and I probably asked too many questions, but that's okay. I fig figure if it's not a problem, then it's not a problem. So 
um, that that always bothers me because if you're not looking, that's when things like this happen. Well, you know, it's really refreshing, Joanne, that we're hopefully end up with an auditor that is very concerned about where the taxpayer's money is being spent properly and making sure that uh, each agency is responsible to uh, answer for the expenditures that they occur. And that's, I, I just really appreciate that. Well, I agree totally with that because, again, I am a taxpayer and it's my money that's being spent as well. So I, I care and I believe that the taxpayers have a right to know where all their tax money is going. Uh, I don't know if they always agree on it, you know, but it has to go pay a bill. But they do need have the right to know where it goes. Right. And uh, another question I have for you, Joanne, is with the amount of distrust in the voting process, uh, should the auditor be assuring the citizens that the ballots will be monitored in order to make sure that each ballot received, uh, each vote received, will be a valid vote? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, there, there are very specific uh, voting rules and processes that are provided and supposed to be uh, complied with. And I have no doubt that Brandy uh, Sullivan is a very good and very good person. I've met her and she seems very detail oriented and, and very good at her job now. Um, but the thing is, is she has higher ups that tell her, on what issues or, you know, she may run into, okay, these aren't matching. So she shoves them off and has someone else maybe look into, Hey, we need to check these people or we need to check the signatures or we need to go and get a new signature or whatever we need to do on these few. But, um, I, I do believe that everything goes from the top down, meaning management has to be on top of things. You can't just expect your employees to take care of things. But if the management doesn't care, then employees may let things more things go than they care to. But yes, it is it is not unreasonable for uh, for voters to expect this to be monitored. Yeah. That is the that is what needs to be done, and they are signing off. The auditor is signing off that under their watch, this is being followed. And with that, that I, I actually care when a, when a deceased person gets a ballot sent out because I want to know, first of all, was it used and who was it used by? Because we can't, you know, a simple ballot out there, oh, no big deal. Well, it is a big deal because it can be used in fraud. But the other thing is, is if someone didn't get a ballot and they should have received a ballot, where did their ballot go? And was it used? And they come in and they go ahead and get a duplicate. That's fine. And they use the duplicate, but I'm still concerned about that first one. Where did it go? And was it used? And that, again, comes back to making sure that the voter registration is up to date at all times. Now, there's not elections 12 months out of the year. So there's plenty of time to keep that register cleaned up both between Department of Health, watching the newspaper, of course, you could do that. But I think there's pretty good ways um, 
talking to the post office if anybody is making changes and and uh, doing it uh, uh, address change to out of the area i don't need to know where they're going if they're leaving the area and this was their old address put it on the list well you know that's uh there's case after case and i mean i've heard of at least one person in this county that receives their dead husband's ballot and then we have you know the uh uh, a lot of Washington does not have a good track record for uh, fraud. They're 45th, according to the Heritage Foundation, and for uh, fraud, voting fraud in the United States. And I really believe that, you know, um, the, like the ballot box that's put down on Columbus Street between two buildings should be at the courthouse, well lit, and be able to be watched uh, by... Uh, Security cameras, preferably, or at least... Oh, correct. Yes. Yeah, I agree with that. Also, if I want citizens to to be involved in the election process, not only voting, but I want everybody to know with an educational uh, pamphlet that explains how this works and what to look for. If you do see somebody stopping and putting in a whole bunch of ballots and you think something doesn't look right, it's okay. Go ahead and give a call. And you're right. If we actually had surveillance cameras, we could turn around and go look and see uh, what we see on the, on the video. Do we see something that doesn't look right? And can we check it out? Um, I, I believe that it is the voter's election. It doesn't belong to the uh, to the government, it's the it's the voters' election, and it needs to be on the up and up. And they should be a part of it. It should not be a secret how things are handled. They should be concerned, and they should have the right to ask questions, and then again, the right to receive answers. Yeah, it's their responsibility as well. Well, I think that's great, Joanne. That you know, you want a more public participation in what's going on in the elections, and you're all. You know, you open it up and you want to come in and take a look. You want questions answered. Uh, that's what we're here for. And I think that that is uh, just great that you're, uh, you know, wanting to put yourself out. That's kind of going the extra mile as far as what has been done so far. And um, I just uh, really appreciate you doing that. And, you know, Joanne, I just uh, thank you for taking this challenge to become our next county auditor your goals and desire to improve the auditor's office and make it more transparent and address the concerns of the citizens. And that kind of dedication is exactly, I think, what the voters expect. Well, I I had to chuckle a little bit. I just realized a couple weeks ago that I don't really know what the auditor position even pays. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't really look into that. I was more looking into the, uh, could I do it? And, how bad is it? Um, that's kind of where I looked into before I decided to throw my hat in the ring. And I was, I was asked by some friends and family to look into it, to consider running because they knew my background, they knew my experience. And, um, and they said, you know, you could actually do a good job. And they know that there's some, they know Brenda's retiring and, and I got nothing against people that want to retire. That's a good dream. I'd like to do it someday. Um, but at the same time, I see, I see issues that are just not being addressed and could they absolutely, 
they could be addressed, but they're just not. And I'm not saying why they're not. They're just not. Well, Joanne, you've had real life experiences in accounting and forensic auditing, and you've also had uh, a common sense. I mean, that's probably more the experience with common sense is a winning uh, combination as far as I'm concerned. Yes, it can really uh, lead you and make things um, pretty much look as they are. Um, and it's not, I wouldn't, I don't think it's that difficult to have common sense. I really don't because it just seems like, well, there it is um, right out in the open. So that's what I look at. And, and I do look at things and I do look at, I never blow off anybody who has a concern. If anybody has a concern, I will look into it and I will get back to you. I guarantee that. That's, I don't mind digging. Well, thank you, Joanne. We've been speaking with Joanne Chambers, candidate for Click Attack County Auditor today. And thank you, Joanne, for your time. And I appreciate you very much for doing this. Thank you very much, Dell, for all your uh, help in, in this uh, campaign. Take care.